to the Restoration Counseling Podcast. It's not for therapists. It's for everybody. I'm your host, professional counselor, Jared Pogue. Not everybody needs counseling, but certainly everybody needs a little help every now and again. Uh, Thank you again for joining me on this uh, five-part series about uh, parenting and mental health how to help our children through uh, various problems and, and struggles of mental health. If you've missed the previous three episodes, I assure you they're uh, certainly different than this past episode, but you can listen to each one of these episodes as individual pieces. You don't necessarily need to listen to uh, them in order, but I do highly encourage you to go back and take a listen. You'll find that there's a lot of overlap um, even today as we jump into a much, much more serious subject of uh, helping your child through grief and loss. Um, Certainly, this is a much different uh, subject than the previous episodes. Grief and loss is unbelievably difficult for anyone at any age. Uh, It's even hard sometimes to begin talking about it. Uh, for ourselves, you most likely have dealt with some sort of uh, grief and loss, loss of a loved one, uh, but your child may not have. Uh, you could be listening to this as a source of guidance uh, for the first time that your child has lost someone and has no sort of receptor in their mind for how to deal with something like this. Statistically, likely a grandparent, but certainly there's uh, plenty of other options. Um, Suffering comes to us all. This could be their best friend. This could be a parent. This could be someone that we would not expect to have been lost. And so if this is you as you listen, let me first say I'm I'm truly sorry for everything that's happened related to this. And you yourself are probably dealing with your own uh, struggles of grief and understanding and it becomes so difficult to help your child when you yourself feel like you're losing every piece of reality. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to enter in with, with great um, compassion as we begin to talk about this subject. Um, regardless of who the loss was, there are some things that I think um, can help you guide your child's experience of loss. Um, there's gonna be three major things that I want to point out here. Um, So quickly we want to try uh, as parents to jump in and fix everything we can. But when it comes to grief and loss, there's nothing to fix. Um, Or I should say maybe little to fix. Uh, All we're really doing is teaching our child um, how to understand and accept and and, um, grieve well for lack of better term so i have a whole podcast episode uh, actually a couple episodes dedicated uh, just to grief that i really really encourage you to go back and listen to uh, it was my interview with uh, professional counselor jennifer stuckert and it's uh, our most popular episode by far and away uh, and for good reason the information offered there is incredibly helpful when it comes to interpreting and understanding and Um, uh, recognizing how we all grieve differently and how to grieve well and little examples of that. So I won't be focusing so much on that in this episode, though I do, again, really, really encourage you to give that a listen. Um, It's always easy to talk about the subject 
uh, academically, I assure you as I talk about it, there's nothing academic about this for me. But I will be presenting this um, rather factually, um, though it's not really a subject to be presented like that. Uh, for the sake of time, I'm going to. I, I want to start with this. First, find time for your child. This is a list of three things that you can help your child find. Find time for your child. You're going to receive the news in a very different way than your child's going to receive the news. Yours will likely be much more immediate, um, uh, gobsmacking type of thing. Uh, your child may not know what to do with that information or how to handle it. They may go back to doing what they were doing earlier. Maybe that's playing games. Maybe that's coloring. Maybe it's drawing. Maybe it's homework. Maybe they get the news early in the morning and they go off to school like it's no big deal. Give your child time. Don't feel like you have to force their reaction upon them. Give them the news. See if they want to talk about it. If they don't, that's okay. They're going to be processing it very, very differently. When they're ready and when they have something to say or, or, or questions or something, they'll come to you. It doesn't hurt to check in every now and again, but time and space for your child to deal with this the way that they are going to want to. Some children will latch to it and just cry immediately. Some children will, like I said, just sort of escape back to what they were doing. Both options are understandable. Make sure you give them plenty of time and space to, to begin. A second thing I want to help you find, find words for your child. Child's experienced, most children have experienced pretty minor losses, maybe a loss of a favorite stuffed animal or toy, uh, maybe the loss of uh, some of their freedom when they've done something wrong. This is a different type of loss altogether, and it's not the same. Uh, granted, uh, children hold great significance uh, to their items, and my, my daughter loves uh, her little stuffed big bird more than anything in the world, and I imagine if she lost that, She'd be uh, crestfallen to say the least, but it's certainly very, very different than losing a person. So help build your child's frame of reference with words. Give them terms for this to let them know that this isn't simply just a, uh, a simple loss or that we'll go get another one. People aren't exactly replaceable. Um, not when we know them, not when we understand them. Develop a, a lexicon, a language for your child um, to express themselves. Let them be more than just mad. Let them be um, ambivalent, angry, sad. Uh, maybe in certain cases at peace if the person was suffering very badly. Um, help them find that uh, and do that by giving it to them. And the way that might work is you could express your feelings um, on, on, in a way that's maybe even a grade above their current um, understanding of language. Try to intertwine the two. As you mentioned sad, mention melancholy. As you mentioned, um, uh, as you mentioned being alone, use the word isolated. Um, as you mentioned uh, anger, you might mention uh, frustrated, disheveled. Um, I think you get the idea on that one. Uh, finally, number three, uh, is when it comes to helping your child find things, find outlets for your child. 
For some, that outlet might be writing a letter to the deceased person or the survivors uh, of the deceased person, someone that's still hanging around that's dealing with that. It, it may be writing a, a letter for their own sake. It doesn't necessarily need to be given out to anyone. It may be coloring. It may be drawing. It may be um, woodworking. It may be, uh, it may be sports. It may be some place that they can go and do and be alone with their emotions, reconnect to the world, and, and at the same time, um, experience that loss. That outlet can be social with other people. That outlet may not be social. It's gonna depend on your kid. Most kids, if they're older, will request something like that. When they're younger, you kind of have to begin experimenting. Where do you go? What do you do? We'll start with some of the things the kid already knows. If they like to color, start with coloring. Have them color a picture of the person they love. Um, have them, if they're uh, more of a talker, all right, great. Well, have them ask questions, have them say things, have them interact with their understanding of the world with you. You need to be prepared to have some answers for this, and I recognize the difficulty in that. But one way or another, find a place for your child to go and to understand through that outlet. Find a place for them to be a part. Uh, we're going to end today. Uh, tomorrow I'll be sort of landing on the last of the five issues, probably the one that I hate talking about the most. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the issue of suicide. Um, this becomes a bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger thing every single day. Um, it is the, to me, it's the silent epidemic. Uh, it takes down so many of us. Um, and touches so many of us in so many different ways. So, uh, this likely won't be something that would occur more with younger kids as much as older kids. Um, I feel like at my high school every year there was some sort of story that got touched by this. So um, I look forward to talking about that with you. Have a great day and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Restoration Counseling Podcast. The Restoration Counseling Podcast is a product of Restoration Counseling of Atlanta, a provider of professional counseling services in the greater metro Atlanta area. If you are interested in pursuing any of our services, if you would like to contact Jared about the podcast, or if you have a notable mental health story that you'd like to share to help inspire others, uh, please reach out to us at info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Again, that is info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Thank you.